So we watched Jobless Reincarnation, episodes uh, five, or sorry, two, five, and nine. Mm-hmm. Wow, spooky. Yeah, I'm I'm good at this. <clears throat> I'm good at this. Uh, so I guess first, what do you guys think I think of the show? <clears throat> I actually don't know. I'm going to be real because I don't know how I feel about it either. Okay. <clears throat> I think... I think you maybe haven't finalized your own thoughts on it, but I think they're generally positive. Like what? Like, I think... like number or... Um. Why do we have to label like... things? Yeah, you why does what? everything have to have a label? It's... Ratings are fluid, Spooky. Okay. Well, I mean, for you, Gim, it's like, yeah, I would give this this, asterisk, uh, but actually because of this, I give it this, asterisk, asterisk, and, well, actually, no, it's this. (laughs) Yeah, I really should have been a politician, huh? Um, Yeah. uh, I'm gonna, I I would say probably a seven or an eight, maybe, you think? Oh, uh, seven. Seven and dear, you have no idea. Yeah, because there are parts of it that I'm ninety percent sure that you would absolutely adore, but like also there's parts that I know that like you probably dislike quite a lot, and so I don't. I changed my mind. I I gave it a four. (laughs) Yeah, I, (laughs) I. I really, it... really fucking hate Jobless Reincarnation. <laughs> I figured like it was, lot. like, one way, like, massively, like, one or the other. Yeah, no, uh, I... I I hate Jobless Reincarnation. This aired, like, uh... Not last season, now, but, like, the season before. Um... It was winter 2021, and... I, I was gonna say, week. please give a date because I don't know when seasons are. Right. Yeah. So, uh, so it started in January, um, mm-hmm. and I watched it every week basically to be pissed. <laughs> like it was my watch it and shit talk it show. Uh, I'm actually, I mean, not super surprised that you guys wouldn't remember because, like, obviously it had no meaning to you then. But I would like tweet about just how much I fucking hated the show. <laughs> I'm surprised I didn't see that. <laughs> so yeah, I I really, 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 really I probably dislike did, and I it. just missed it. <clears throat> yeah, maybe. So, yay! <laughs> I'm curious to find out specifically why. Oh yeah, there no, are we things will in this... talk about it. Um, right. I mean, but... anyway, <clears throat> do you? Yeah, uh, we ain't starting on episode one, baby. We're starting on episode two. Um, so shock and horror. Uh, Spooky gave us some backstory, basically, but we cut to a funeral of a bunch of older people crying, but one chair is empty, and we see him at home, jacking off, before a bunch of dudes with bats walk into his house and beat the shit out of him and kick him out. Uh, I feel like, maybe describe who he is, though, because of what happens. He's a neat. He's an adult neat, yes. Yeah, he's a slob neat. (laughs) pervert general like i play mmos and visual novels and this is how i live my life a little bit it's actually a little bit generic in um anime terms it actually that trope comes up quite a bit anyway um and then he's walking down the road and then sees some kids almost get hit by a car and i think he steps out to stop them and i think he gets killed we're not sure and we realize it's a flashback and it's like a four-year-old kid watching this in his brain. And he also has magic with like dust, rocks, I don't know. And he's hearing his parents fucking in the other room. And then there's also a girl outside uh, <laughs> getting off to it. And like hearing like this part of the, the episode <sighs> described is so fucking funny to listen it's, to. <laughs> it's... 
Yeah, it is. It's like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> we kept, at, we made the joke at the beginning, uh, is this a hentai? And Spooky was like, no. And we're like, are you sure? And it kept getting worse. And we're like, are you sure? <laughs> um, yeah. He's just a fucking pervert. And she's his teacher. And she's also a demon with blue hair. Uh, and there's also demons named Superds. And then we get a backstory about a war between them and some demons. And we also get a ring reference. I mean, a totally normal, uh, original IP reference. And don't go anywhere near anywhere with anyone with green hair and a red gem in their head because they'll fucking kill you. And then in 10 years, if you still want to fuck, kiddo, let me know. And now it's been a year and his magic has improved a lot. Also, he has sword skills, kind of. He has flashbacks about high school bullying trauma. And then his teacher straight up, like, ignores him and goes, look at those mountains over there. North of that is a magic school. You should go there. Don't call me your master, by the way. Um, and we see she can't cast magic by hand. So that's something. And then we see that they celebrate only the fifth birthday. So like the fifth, the tenth, the fifteenth, so on and so forth. Uh, and he gets a sword as a present. But that, so that sword sucks. Fuck you, dad. The book for my mom was way better. <laughs> I and want then, a celeb-covered sword. <laughs> please. He's like, learn to use a sword as well as magic. Also here, have a magic wand. And he's like, oh, shit. He's like, I might have to leave soon since you're graduating tomorrow. And he's like, wait, what? And then he flashbacks his black backs to more of his trauma. Uh, and he's like, I wanted to do better, but I just, I don't want to. And I don't leave home and I'm trying to avoid leaving home. And he's actually terrified of horses. And so she puts him on a horse and he screams. Actually, that was just me. Um, so they, she puts him on the <laughs> horse and <laughs> they ride away. And if you don't listen to the commentary, you really should. Um, and he's not scared because everyone's looking at Roxy instead. So <clears throat> now they go into a field because the spell that he needs to do might harm people. And she casts lightning and kills the fucking horse. <laughs> she just like, straight kills it. She's like, oh, fuck. But they heal it in time. So it's okay. But it's pissed. And she's like, okay, please don't kill my horse. Go over there, cast lightning. I'll protect my horse. And she's like, he's like, okay. And he casts even more lightning than she did and destroys the tree. And she goes, you're a water sage now. Congrats. Here's a necklace from my hometown. And the parents are like, please, now Roxy, don't ending. leave. I'll let you fuck my husband. You can, you can eat anything you want, please. And she's like, nah, bye. And he runs after her and goes, thank you. And she leaves. <sighs> Fucking hell. However, a few weeks later, after the credits, uh, the maid finds out that he stole her panties. And that's the episode. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 So? He keeps these <clears throat> panties through the series, by the way. God damn it. Yeah. He, he prays to them in the morning. Yeah. So, anyway. <laughs> Episode 5. So, an isekai about a deeply traumatized man escaping oh, his life. Yeah. Uh, Really quick, yeah, about episode 2. The Tr They have, like, this warnings. setup for the first two episodes that are, like, that are, like, hey, uh, you know, he's he's very traumatized and he had a really hard life and... He's terrified to go mm. outside and stuff. And then one cute girl goes, just come on outside and takes him outside a single time. And then he goes, actually, all of my trauma is gone now. Thank you, beautiful girl. Mm -hmm. It's kind of neat. It's good. It's real good. Wait, what? What? Seriously? That happens at the end of it. He literally at the end of episode two oh, is like, I oh, I thought you meant like, like that happens in episode one and it's kind of reflected in episode two. I was like. No. Wait, what? No, that happens um, at, at the end of episode two. He's literally yeah. like, "You've healed me. Thanks. I can I can do things now." And it's like, "Oh, no, yeah, it's um, it's not how that works." Uh, no, yeah, <laughs> but also, unfortunately, if they depicted the actual reality of it, 
it would be an incredibly boring and dull story and nothing would happen. Um, I've seen the... topics similar to this touched in anime it... in very good ways. In very good it ways. It wouldn't go in the direction um... they clearly want it to, though. Yeah, well... It would take... It, a lot of it would focus mainly just on this and not the whole aspect of yeah, it. Yeah, and see, I think that's par- part of my issue with Java's Reincarnation is uh, Rudy fucking sucks ass... And mm-hmm. the show writers go, oh, look, he has, like, well, not even show. This was a, like, light novel back in. This was, like, one of the first isekai things. I actually, not one of the first, but one of the first of, like, modern isekai. I but, actually um, remember an anime that me and Max watched that dealt with, like, depression and staying in your house and, like, having to fight with getting a job and, like, becoming uh-huh. actual adult. Do you know what Wel- Welcome to the NHK is? Spooky. Yeah, I watched like half of that when I was young. I've been wanting to go back and watch it like as an adult. I really liked it, and I think it does yeah. a way better job than this fucking. Yeah, I've does. heard really good things about it. But um, so anyway, anyway, basically what they do is they're like, okay, here's like this horrible trauma. Which, by the way, the trauma even is like unrealistic. Like they're like. Oh, yeah, we tied you to a gate outside nude and pointed and laughed and, and said your dick was small. And I'm like, okay. Like, you didn't have to go that fucking extreme for this, you know? Like They, they kind of went extreme to yeah. try and, like, really yeah. reinforce it. And it's like, they didn't yeah. have to. No, but they really didn't I gave, have to. I mean, like, the other things they showed were fine. Like, but anyway, so they're basically like, yeah, here's this character. He went through shit, so feel bad for him. And also, like, uh... It's an excuse for him to kind of act like shit and you're okay with it. And it's like, no, no, that's not okay. I'm not okay with it. And I don't feel bad for him, honestly. Like, you gave me two episodes where part of each episode, not even, like, the whole thing was about this trauma. And he got over the trauma in episode two. Like, mm-hmm. I I don't feel bad for him. I don't care that this bad shit happened <clears> to him. And it doesn't excuse any of the fucking shit that he does throughout the rest of the goddamn series. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> That that's so. that's kind of my main problem with it is that they start off really really strong with this 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 concept and this idea of okay this man very clearly either you know what's literally happening or just metaphorically has been reincarnated into this new world uh because of you know his what his relationship with his trauma has done to him. And it's like a fresh start for him in a sense in this new world, but he's still grappling with the trauma that he dealt of in his previous life. And it's like, okay, that is a really strong setup. And it's like the problem, the thing is you can have him as the kid be a piece of shit because you kind of need him to be. But Mm. the problem does come in, like you said, where the show goes, he's a piece of shit, but, like, he had a hard life, so you're meant to feel okay with him. Like, mm-hmm. no, the, 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 the point of the series, in my opinion, feels like it's, it's meant to be his growth yeah. as a character of, yeah. like, man, like, Lit- even in certain episodes, yeah. he just outright says, like, wow, I have grown as a character. Yeah. Um, Literally, also, where- like, the first shot you see of him in episode one in the new world is him as a baby, and as a baby, he has his, like, adult mindset, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And he's, like, literally, the, the first thing you see of him in the new world is him being, like, oh, I'm a baby, oh, I get to suck on this hot woman's tits, hell yeah, and I was, like, oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, and and the thing is, like, yeah, that's like, that that's the sort of like, as a setup, you could do something really good with that. Mm-hmm. Of like, man, I want to feel bad for him, but he's like just this piece of shit, yeah. and you feel like you could ride that line of feeling conflicted. Of like, terrible things have happened to him, and it's very clearly affected him and his ability to interact with others, and you know, exist. Mm-hmm. But also, he himself isn't doing himself any favors. He's like actively a pervert. He's actively a piece of shit to others. He's manipulative. Like you could ride that line, but the thing is, here they don't seem to want to ride that line because it feels like they feel like they don't have to mm-hmm. because they sort of assume that no matter what, you're going to feel bad for him because his life was bad. And it's like it, that only works to a certain point. 
at which point you will have several people drop off in the meantime being like okay his life was bad but it doesn't excuse this like no um because you need that that constant like reinforcement of like the world that he's in is designed to help him process and grow from his trauma and like he doesn't care about that he just wants to exist and he wants to stay at home and be with his teacher for, for the rest of his life mm-hmm. but you know the world is forcing him to move on forcing him to learn and it's like okay this is really good he's being forced to leave the house he's being forced to let go of his teacher and then it's like then you know they're yeah. like okay uh you've had this one scene where you confront your trauma that means you're done now and then he outright says i had trauma teacher and then you cured me of it yep. um Mm-hmm. And it's like that's it, it, it's more like excusing the elements of him instead of challenging himself over it. Yeah. Because it kind of it 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 sets up this character who has been hard done by, but it ignores the fact that people in that situation and people in a deeply trauma ridden position ha- still have a rule of responsibility to themselves. And the fact of, yes, the world is terrible and the world is cruel and unnecessarily cruel to some on an extreme degree, but at the end of the day, that doesn't excuse you being cruel in kind. And right. it, doesn't, it doesn't mean that, like, things don't get magically better. Like, y- you have to act towards it. Like, yeah. only you can act towards it and lose this like trauma like term. you can have a you, <clears throat> God, sorry. you can have your teacher open the door for you and like it gently nudge you towards the gate of leaving uh but no <laughs> it, 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 in my opinion the way episode two should have ended was the kid left the gate instantly had a massive panic attack like they even they they started to do it somewhat where it's like they're out in the village and you see all the people looking at him and he's absolutely petrified at the fact that people are looking at him and even if they're nice and smiling he's just like don't look at me why are you looking at me Mm -hmm. but then he's just like oh they're looking at her not me okay everything's fine Mm -hmm. and it's like that's not how that works right trust me that's not how that works yeah right um yeah and i mean I have a lot of issues with him as a character and with Paul, his fucking dad as a character too. We'll get to that at the end of the, Mm. Oh, don't, you don't even know the start of fucking Paul. (laughs) I hate Paul. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, I'll talk more about that. I'm going to rant a little bit about the series when we're done with the descriptions. The Um, summaries. Yeah. I was going to say, I think it's, what is it? The term is illness does not forgive the action, basically. Um, regardless of... And this is something everybody with like trauma and mental illness has to learn at some point in their life. And it's very fun to learn. I think all three of us have learned it at some point in our lives. That, you know, just because you did a thing because of your mental illness or otherwise... Does not forgive the fact that it did happen and you did hurt the other person. Right? Yeah. And so you still need to take responsibility for it, even if it was out of your control at the time in that case. Yeah. Trauma and mental illness does not absolve you of personal responsibility with yeah. others and your own actions. It's not an excuse. Yep. Um, yeah. Which, you know, they could have made that the through line of this, but it's like. It's almost there, but then they kind of dive off the edge at the end, and it's like ah, you could have, you could have had something really good here, really I, good here, but you didn't really want to go down that route. On a completely um, different note, I'm fucking pissed that you get to talk about the booba. Oh yeah, oh, for you. Um, so we are. <laughs> uh, you know what the best part is? It means I get to make the joke I made in the commentary again. Um, so, we open up on episode 5. Uh, Rudy is inside a, uh, a coach, 
with some horses driving him along, and he's he's sitting in front of a big booba lady, a big muscle booba lady with an eye patch and grumble, angry, um, and she's like, "Hi, uh, anger, anger. Here's a letter. Read this. I can't read." Um, and he's like, "Okay, this is the letter that my father gave you. Okay, uh, I'll read it then." And he's like, haha, okay, don't pay attention to her. She's uh, all muscle and no brain. And she's like, what'd you say? I'll kill you. And Rudy's like, uh, I'm just joking. It doesn't actually say that. Anyway, uh, here's the thing. Uh, so you're going to, she's going to tutor you, buddy, uh, in the sword. Uh, she's beaten everyone and, and everyone that he can think of. And, and Paul, his dad, has beaten her in bed. That's the only place he's been able to beat her uh, with his penis. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and it's like... Uh, okay, let, let's get through the episode before we bash yeah. on Paul. Oh, I hate yeah. Paul. I'll do it on now. So I'll bash Paul, on Paul all the way at the end. But anyway. <laughs> the, the letter continues to be like, okay, so your assignment, Rudy, uh, is to go to tutor some girl. Uh... I, also, while you're doing it, I forbid you to return here or return to the place you were just at or send messages to some girl that I guess he was talking to. Uh, I want you to become independent. You don't want to rely on her. And, uh, and then Rudy's like, yeah, I guess she'll never grow too if she like doesn't start depending on herself. But I'd still like to see her. Um, I was like, I don't know who he's talking about. I assume some girl that he fell in love with or something. Um, uh... <laughs> I don't know. No, we'll talk. No, we'll talk about it. Don't worry. Uh, then we we cut to also oh, her name is Gislaine, by the way. So I made a lot of Gislaine Maxwell jokes. Um, <laughs> get used to it. Uh, we we cut to the manor that they're staying at, where this assignment is, and there's uh three maids. Uh, they're all uh, uh, animal girls. You got a, a a rabbit. You got a dog girl, and then I forget what the third one was. Um. And then you you see the man of the manor come out, uh, and also a hot dilf for spooky yeah. behind him. Uh, <laughs> uh, and the man of the manor's like, "Hey, uh, so why why are you here? Why did Paul send you here?" And and Rudy's just like, uh, "Basically, if I educate her for a few years, you'll help me get into university. That's that's why he was sent." And the man's just like, "Ah, Paul, why are you so fucking blunt? Like, come on, man, could have been better." Um, uh, and then he's like, okay, well, that sounds like my daughter that you're meant to be tutoring. I'll take you to her. <sighs> Open the door and boy, howdy. It's a redheaded girl named Eris, who's a shitty, real high piece of shit, uh, noble girl. woman who's like, wow, uh, how dare you look at me and talk to me? Uh, cause he's like, hi, I'll be your tutor. And she's like, you're younger than me. Slaps him in the face. How dare you think you can teach me? I'm older than you. And he's like, uh, so he tries to slap her back, but he's a weak, small child. Uh, and just grazes her. And he's like, see how it feels to like be hurt. Like, and then she punches him and knocks him on the ground <laughs> and just like starts sm bashing him in the face with, like, violins in the background going, wee, 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 Literally. Wee. That's not even a joke. Literally. <laughs> that's not a joke. That's literally what happens. Uh, until he manages to use magic to push her off him. And then he starts running. He's like, fuck this. And then she's like, get back here, little bitch. And she starts to chase him. And he's, like, running and hiding. He's like, what? She's not a fucking noblewoman. She's a fucking monster. And he, she's just like, I'm coming to get you gonna get you i'm gonna get you uh and then we cut to uh rudy sitting with the man in the manor and the man's like so you're gonna give up and rudy's just like no i refuse to if i do my dad will laugh at me <laughs> so i can't he will mock me relentlessly uh so i'm gonna do it and the man's just like wow well maybe you have a shot because all the other teachers gave up at this point after <laughs> she beat them up um and Rudy's just like, okay, I have a plan, though. What if we put on an act and we'll trick your daughter into wanting to study? Um, and then we zoom in on Derek, who is <laughs> the man of the manor's uh, helper, assistant dude. Uh, 
bodyguard, whatever. We also um, don't know his name. We just kind of called him Derek. <laughs> we just called him Derek because he looks like a Derek. Yeah. He just looks like a Derek. Yeah, a little bit. Um, and, and so Rudy's laying in his bed and he's like, oh man, Roxy, lend me some strength. And he puts his hand over the charm that Roxy gave him from episode two. Remember that? Yes, you do. Um, uh, and so Rudy wakes up inside a box and he, he's been kidnapped because there's two boxes in the room. He wakes up in one. And he's like, oh, wow, the plan's coming together perfectly. Uh, I wish they weren't so rough, though. <laughs> it's almost <laughs> like the plan is for real or something. Um, and he's like, this, she's in the other box, too. Sweet. This is going to work out well. Like, we're going to work, like, the, the kidnappers are going to come in here and, like, we'll pretend everything and then we'll escape and we'll have to work together. Um, common enemy, you know, that sort of thing. Um, kidnappers come in and they're like, hey, you, shut up. We're real kidnappers and, like, start getting angry. And uh, Eris is like, hey, do you know who I am? And they're just like, yes, punches her in the face <laughs> repeatedly <laughs> until she falls on the ground and she's dropped her tic tacs out of her mouth uh and rudy still hasn't realized that this is all legit and not you know a play like his plan this isn't his plan um buddy uh it takes him a little bit longer so he listens at the door and he's like oh god what are we what are we gonna do and here's the kidnappers say we can't can't we just like do with the guy can't we get rid of the girl and then you hear another one say no we need them both and Rudy's like, wait, wait a minute. Not me. It's her who's important. Wait a second. Uh, and he's like, okay, uh, time to put the plan into practice. He jumps up to the window and melts the bar, the, the brick around the bars and uh, pulls the bars off the window and like is like, okay, uh, peace. I'm going. Uh, have fun, Eris. And she's like, no, uh, take me with you. And he's like, only if you're not going to be, you know, a bitch <laughs> or like violent or shout. And she's like, I promise a guess. He's like, okay, cool. He, he brings her with him uh, outside the window, and then she's like, okay, I'm breaking my promise, and starts shouting, and then suddenly he is, he's like, okay, fine, see you then. Uh, and then we hear the kidnappers chase after them, and she's like, fine, maybe I'll be good. I'm, I, I don't want to get captured again. And Rooney's like, okay, you can stay with me, only if you, like, do what I say. Like, okay. And she's like, okay. Uh, and then they start writing a card out of there. They're like, oh, wow, I'm sleepy. It's nighttime. And then suddenly horses ride by and it's the ring wraiths. Oh, God. They're running to the city ahead. Um, but they didn't see them in the cart, so they're all good. Uh, they, they get to the city and they're like, oh, man, let's find some place. Oh, hey, it's Derek. Derek, what do you? What happened to the plan, dude? These guys are... Oh, Derek sold us out. Derek was the one who hired the people to Fucking actually kidnap Derek. us. This is for real. Damn it, Derek. Derek, how could you? Um, and what when Rudy realizes this, the kidnappers come behind and steal Eris again, and he's like, What? Derek, how could you? And then Rudy chases them down an alleyway, and then they argue for a bit about like, dude, she's not worth it. And he's like, But come on. And then they're like, like, what if you just join us? And he's like, how much money are we talking about? And they're like, a hundred gold. And he's like, how much is that? Would it pay for my tuition? And they're like, dude, it would pay for like 10 times your tuition. And he's like, man, that's tempting. But there's, I've realized there's something more important than money. Family. Boobs. And then Vin Diesel oh. drives by and drips into the alleyway and drives in between them all. And he's like, hey, hey Rudy, I'm, I'm, com I'm coming to get you. We're getting out of here together, because family is precious. And then Rudy's like, yeah, Vin Diesel. And then they kiss. Um, uh, no, what happens is he's, he's like, no, uh, Dere is more important. And they're like, what? And he's like, oh, God, did I just say that out loud? Uh, and he shoots fireworks in the air. And Eris is like, wow, he is a man that shoots magic. Wow. Um, and they they run off with her still. So Rudy chases him down and is like, bitch, get back here. And they're like, dude, we have swords. Fuck you. So they throw a sword at him. And oh, God, he's he's like, oh, maybe this is a mistake until Booba comes Booba! by. That's right. Ghislaine Maxwell is back and she uh, decapitates the kidnappers immediately and shatters the sword that was about to hit Rudy. 
and Rudy just sort of sits there staring at the decapitated man as blood oozes out and is like, I nearly died. Wait, what happens if I die in this world? And then he just sort of sits as the blood oozes around him and he's like, oh god, a man just died in front of me. Um, don't worry, it's going to be dropped in the next scene. Um, the concept of trauma is not brought up really that much. Um, uh, Gislaine's like, wow, I got here just in time. Good thing I did. And they're like, okay, let's get back to the manor now. And Gislaine's like, hang on, and then grabs Derek. And Derek's like, no, please, uh, she's not worth it. And Booba's like, I don't care, this is what I'm meant to do. Uh, so they drag them all back to the manor. And Eris just, like, collapses and is like, Dad, I'm scared. And the man of the manor comes out and is like, Oh god, you're safe. What the fuck happened? Rudy's like, yeah, my plan fell apart. Turns out Derek is a dick. <laughs> uh, without Ghislaine Maxwell, I would have died. Um, and he's just Derek. like, man, what do I do? Mm -hmm. uh, I failed. My plan failed. Everything. She still hates me. I didn't get the job. Like, man, I fucked everything up. Um, and so he starts walking away and then Eris is like, Hey! What are you leaving for? You're my tutor, aren't you? And then he's like, what? And she's like, that's right. Everything's good now, but I'm still going to be Sundere. Um, and, and he's like, oh, okay, I guess I didn't fail. Uh, anyway, that's the end of the episode. Yeah. The outro music plays. Good old booba. Yeah, that's is the last it, time we see Booba, by yeah, the way. Yeah, in episode 8, there's a scene where uh, Booba shows Rudy her ass because it's rock hard. And she's <laughs> like, she's like, look at how fucking strong my ass is. And he, like, knocks on it, and it's, like, the sound of, like, knocking on, like, <laughs> like stone. <laughs> oh, oh, man, I want it. an ass that nice. What the fuck? <laughs> God damn. Yeah, good shit. Good so shit. you wanted to complain about Paul? Oh no, I'll complain about Paul like after oh. the summaries because it's gonna be a it's gonna be a complaint. <laughs> okay, would you like to complain about anything else real quick? Uh not in no, not not right the second. You can you can start. <laughs> okay. Uh we see a dude waking up and it's like, oh, I guess I'm in my normal body. Now I'm dead. And then another dude is kind of here to talk to him, but he's hard to look at and he's God. And he's like, you're eating, leading an interesting life. Do you want help? And he's like, you never fucking helped me. Why the fuck should I listen to you? What the fuck? And he's like, listen, your body's fine. This is your mental form. I'm God. If you keep going the way things are, you're going to die. And he's like, uh, and then he's like, you were caught in a mana disaster. You were transported somewhere. There's going to be a man nearby. Rely on him. He'll help you. You need to help him. Bye. And then he wakes up and he's a kid still. And he's at a campfire. Eris is also here, but seems kind of meh. And then there's also a dude nearby. He has he has the green hair and the red gym and the red and the hook hand car door. And he's uh, superb. Superb? Superb. Uh, but he decides instead of just to, to freaking out to be like, hi, good morning. Did you save us? Did God send you? And he's like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I saved you. You're by the fire. And he's like, okay, well, it'd be rude to be scared of you because you saved us. Uh, his name is something, but we're, we're calling him Luigi. Um, yes. And sit closer and learn about the pasta and stuff. And he's like, okay, I'll escort you home for the lasagna. And he pat your head. And Eris wakes up and fucking screams because she don't like the lasagna. She wants to hide under the blanket. Yeah. Um, so fuck her. Uh, she starts crying and then she tries to be nice to him, but she's racist as shit. And Luigi asks Eris to be friends and it's kind of cute. And then they become friends overnight. And then it's morning and they're walking. It's welcome to the demon continent. Let's fuck around. Uh, let's kill a giant turtle that I saw with the gym in my forehead. Also, children shouldn't worry about fighting. Please stay innocent. I'll do your fighting for you, small children, says Luigi. Um, too bad the village won't let you in because y'all sus as fuck. But then the chief comes to talk to them and he's like, wait, I got blue hair. You got blue hair. Uh, that necklace on that kid is interesting. 
This is Roxy's hometown, and the guard is the father to Roxy, apparently. For some fucking reason. And then, hi, welcome to town. There's many pretty girls here. There's like 20 Roxies. Because that's all she is. Um, she left 20 years ago, and they all look like they're 12. And last night, they the, that night, they eat and talk about seeing things fall from the sky. They go to sleep. Luigi is like, I'm going to take them home. And he's like, but you can't enter the cities. And he's like, it's fine. Even if I have to kill literally everyone in the city to help them, I will. And he's like, maybe don't do that. And also, I saved a kid sometime back, apparently, at one point. And also, <clears throat> we were betrayed by this dude during the war who we fought for. He gave us spears that turned us into, like, murderous assholes and we killed all of our family and everybody around us so that's why everybody thinks that we're just murderous jackasses now and he's like you know what i'm gonna help you luigi i'm gonna go help you you know it's so nice of the princess to invite us here but we gotta go save mario right and then also maybe him and roxy were married because he's like hey uh can i call you father-in-law and he's like no and then they leave and everyone heads out because it's because it because it because it's like the the same frame of animation when he was talking previously. So it, like it pans back to him after he says, "Can I can can I call you father in law?" And he's just like eyes closed, mouth open, smiling. He's just like, "No." Yeah, and yeah. then and then Rudy's just like, "Understood." Yeah, understood. <laughs> anyway, that's the whole anime. There's no other episodes. Yeah. yeah. Uh so, can I just go off? <laughs> go. Go off on uh, Paul. The yeah, I'm going to go off on Paul and Rudy. Fuck both of them. Um, yeah. Demon Demon Man best character, or Luigi as you guys like to call Luigi him. Luigi is best. He's the best. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, so anyway, issues I have with the show. Um, uh, a big part of it is just Paul and Rudy existing like, if they weren't here, the show would be, like, significantly fucking better. Like, I think a lot of the characters are at least okay. Like, I like pretty much every girl character in it. Uh, except for the fact that they are just there to, like, kiss Rudy's ass and, like, want to fuck him and be a part of, like, his fucking little harem. And I'm like, no, what? That's not cool. Fuck this. Uh, so anyway, Paul is an absolute piece of fucking shit who has a great wife and just cheats on her all the fucking- Like, there's a whole fucking plot line. Like, there's a whole episode where he knocked up the maid who apparently he had sexually assaulted in the past. But that doesn't matter now because she thinks he's hot now and he she's their maid for some reason. Uh, so she seduces him and he knocks her up, but also knocks up his wife on the same night. So they have, they, they're like pregnant at the same exact time. And Zenith, the wife is like, man, well, this sure is bullshit. Uh, I guess I have to kick the maid out, even though it's like real fucking dangerous for her to go home. And then Rudy's like, wait, no, don't do that. Uh, it, it, it was Paul. I saw him force himself onto her. And Paul's like, I didn't fucking do that. Which is true, by the way. It, now he didn't fucking do that. Anyway. Uh, but Rudy's basically like... So the a core issue I have is, on, on top of how they treat any female character in the show, is Rudy is... In, in the, in the, their world, a child, right? And in his past life was, like, kind of a fucking asshole, like, shut-in. Like, he was never a good person. But for some reason, mm. in this universe, whenever he, he'll, like, tell adults things. And it's like, it's like he's spouting this fucking wisdom. And they're like, yeah, okay, kid. Like, they're, they're just like, wow, Rudy, you are so wise and so cool, like... I'm so glad you have the answers to all of our problems. And I'm like, this is not how this would fucking go. He's like a fucking seven-year-old. <laughs> like, people aren't gonna, like, sit there and be like, yes, I am going to let this child tell me what to do with my life uh, because obviously he is full of wisdom and, and knowledge. 
Out of curiosity, uh-huh. how does it? How does the anime end? Uh, I'll get I'll get to that because I actually would, am going to briefly talk about the final episode. Um. All right. But so anyway, it's like a thing where like like literally like there will be like tutors helping like Eris or whatever, and Rudy will literally be like, "Oh, you're doing your job wrong here. Let me show you how to do it correctly." And they're like, "Wow, Rudy, thank you so much." And I'm like. No, that's not how this fucking works. Like, he's just 100% a self-insert character, like, let me act like I am Rudy, because I am so smart and so cool and deserve all of the ladies. Uh, And then Paul, like, brings up, like, all of these fucking women from his past that he's been with. And even after he cheats on Zenith, and Rudy's like, hey, don't fucking cheat on on mom anymore. He's like, okay. And then literally in episode five, he's like, uh, yeah, you you're allowed to uh to to get with the girl that you're tutoring, uh. But don't don't touch uh, Gisling; she's mine. Uh, and it's like, <laughs> like can we not See, do this? I, huh? I my my thing is it it kind of comes back to like I think they they're not doing a good job of it, but it's like that sort of thing can be okay if it builds up to the fact of this entire world is literally just his imagination it's creating not no a, no it's it, it no like he was reborn into this world this isn't his imagination no that's what i'm saying i don't yeah. think that, that's what i'm saying i don't think they're actually like i was like if if it only that's the way that i can only see it being yeah, good because no. then you have the context of this world is so, like, incompatible with, like, good morals or, you know, any sort of proper rehabilitation because it's built from his mind. Right. But it's like, if it's not, and it's just, no, he is literally just reborn in a, in, in a new world and the new world is just like this, mm-hmm. not because of him or anything, then it's like, then you're not actually wanting to tackle the concept of trauma and right. processing trauma. You're yep. just wanting an anime about a pervert and you've just had this amazing concept for no reason other than to set up why he walks in front of a truck at the beginning yeah 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 and there's like a lot of like interesting things they do with it right like whenever he's born he has like his 40 year old mind but he has to relearn how to talk and everything because oh it's a new world it's a different language oh he's a literally a baby so he has to learn how to do all of this shit But, but also on top of all of this right okay so rudy uh, so obviously there's Roxy, who he's like, I'm gonna stare at her panties and steal her underwear, and oh boy, man, mm-hmm. sure do hope someday I get to, like, marry her or whatever, she's fucking hot. Uh, and mm-hmm. then he meets Sophie, which when he meets Sophie, she's the same age as him, because Roxy's older, uh, and Eris is, like, a little bit older. Sophie's the only one that's, like, his exact age. Um, and when he meets Sophie, he's literally looks at her and is like, yeah, when she gets older, she'll be she'll be good for my harem. Uh, let me go ahead mm-hmm. and, you know, make sure I'm close to her so that I can, like, have her <sighs> when I'm older, as well as Roxy. And it's like, are you yeah. fucking kidding me right now with this? Uh, which the and whole introduction like, to Sophie is just, like, fucking awkward, too, by the way. <sighs> yeah, and it's like, again, you can have those, yeah. and like, but it needs to lead up to consequences for the actual character. Right. Like, you need to have... Oh, he treats her like this, and and doesn't think of her as an actual person, but like set, just looks at her and says she'll be good for like sex when I'm older. And it's like you need to have consequences of that, like have an ironic sort of result of the way he he treats her like that. But it sounds like no, they're not doing right. that. And they're not interested in doing that. Right. In which case, yeah, it's no, like then like what's the point in the doing this? She like kisses the fucking walks on, and it's pretty set up. I think at this point that she's like. Probably gonna be like the quote unquote like mean romance, like mm. but uh anyway, then he then he goes on and he meets Eris, his cousin. <laughs> She's also gonna be part of his harem, by the way. Um mm, there's a scene in it, I almost showed you guys episode eight, and I would have if more would have happened in it, because there were just so many like bad fucking moments in episode eight. One of them being it's Rudy's 10th birthday, and Eris is like, wow, for your 10th birthday, do you want to, like, touch my tits and stuff? And he's like, yeah. And then he starts to, like, 
put his hand up her uh skirt and then she's like well wait i didn't say you could do that and then she's like yeah how about just just wait a few years until we're both older and he's like okay i'll wait a few years and then he's like i'll wait shit i also have sophie back home and then he still talks about roxy like he wants to marry her someday so it's like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you're just so unlikable. You're literally a fucking piece of shit. Like, and he literally is like, I'm picking up all of these girls because I learned to from my dating sims. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, what the fuck, man? And again, <laughs> that's the thing of like, that is such a perfect setup of like, okay, like, he's like, oh, I learned this from, like, my, my flirting tips that I learned from my dating sims is working. It's like, and it does work. And it's like, that is a great setup for a reality shatter of, mm-hmm. like, none of this is real. Like, n- none yeah. of it is real. And, like, reality hits him, like, pun intended, a truck. Yeah. And yeah. fucking, he gets the consequences of it all. Of, you know, even if it is just literally a terrible exposition scene of God being like, Man, you a fucking awful human being. Like you your life is terrible and then you treat all of these people like this. Like how would you feel? Like you know how that feels and yet you still treat people right. like this. Like why should you get any sort of like redemption or anything you want? Like it would be terrible to just have an exposition scene like that, but it's like that's the easiest way you could do it and still have all of these things, you know, be right. like more justified within the story but it's like no you just wanted to make a fucking hentai yeah and it's like he's 100% self-insert character this is 100% the basis for like more recent isekai i hate it uh but then we meet demon man and i'm so i'm like i love i fucking love demon man and i hate that i love him because i want to see his arc now so I have to watch more of this goddamn show <laughs> when it, season two comes out and past that. And I'm so pissed off about it because I'm invested in this character now. Uh, but Demon Man's great. Rudy's like, wow, haha, I'm gonna like molest Eris in her sleep. And Demon Man's like, no, you're fucking not. And I'm like, Demon Man, you're the best. <laughs> like, mm. like he literally stops, like Rudy like goes to do something like fucking perverted to Eris and, and Demon Man literally comes in, picks up Rudy, carries him away and is like, don't fucking do that, you piece of shit. And I'm like, Demon Man, yeah, thank and you for being like, the you, one you man it. in this anime that's a decent fucking human. <laughs> thank you, Luigi. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and you get at like the end of episode nine, you get that moment of him realizing man, I, like, old me wouldn't have, like, listened to Luigi's story, but, like, no, it's really resonating with me, and, like, I actually want to help him. And it's like, okay, there's the turning point for your character. And it's like, if this was a better anime, like, if all the things that I said happened, then it's like, okay, this would be a really good jumping-off point of, like, okay, Luigi is his role model, and he learns from Luigi. But the point is, it's like, that might be the case, but the problem is, like he's still not sympathetic in that case. All it just means is that just makes Luigi look like an even better character for putting up with his shit. Right. Because it's like, you like you don't get any, like, again, it's not personal growth through learning himself. It's personal growth through being like, oh, this person's really good and they, they have the patience for me. So I guess I should just go along with what they want for mm-hmm. me. And it's like, that's, that, that's not how that works. Yeah. That's not yeah, how that and works. It, like, makes me mad in a way because, like, obviously Rudy and Eris need to help Demon Man with his issues of, like, going into cities and things like that, right? But yeah. Rudy also, like, teaches Demon Man shit, like... Like, very obvious fucking bullshit things. Like I said, that Rudy's been doing this entire series... And it's like, this mm-hmm. man has been alive for, like, over 400 years. Like, I'm pretty sure he would know, like, to not intimidate the townsfolk that he's trying to be friends with type thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. And it's and- super fucking irritating uh, in so many different ways. It's like, I, and I get what they're, like, the ideas behind some of the things they, they like, do with it. But it's just like, once again, Rudy being like, kiss the fucking ground that I walk on and all the characters going, okay, yeah, we will. Um, 
but and I'm I'll get I, I don't know if you have anything to say but I'm gonna get into like the last episode because I just go yeah I was gonna say I strongly believe the, the last episode is like the the only episode I would say like this is a good episode um and it's it is a it's a good episode because um it's the first time in the fucking series that the things Rudy the choices Rudy makes like actually like don't fucking work because it's like even with like the kidnapping thing like yeah they actually got kidnapped but it was like oh, okay fine whatever by the end things still worked like, out yeah it worked out yeah. fine for him and uh, there are no consequences yeah so basically like they had joined um like a guild type thing right and they were like uh bounty hunters for like like monsters uh there was like quests they would accept and there was like another guild that consisted of like three like younger characters or whatever and rudy is like okay we're gonna do this uh to so the townspeople won't be so scared of you they had dyed demon man's hair blue by the way so that people wouldn't be like afraid of him uh so they wouldn't know what he was or whatever uh, so they're mm. like, okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to get them to like you a whole lot without them knowing what you are and then, like, wind up revealing what you are. Uh, but he's, like, trying to do everything so, like, the timing and, like, everything, like, will look the best for him. And, yeah. um... Yeah. Yeah, so there are, like, these younger characters and then there's, like, this other group that's, like, they're just, like, real assholes. And they're mm-hmm. going to fight this, like, forest monster thing. And Rudy's like, okay, just wait. Just wait. Don't help them yet. Just wait. And Demon Man's like, no, I'm going to go help. And, and Rudy's like, no, no, wait. We have to get the timing of this right so that you'll look like a fucking hero. But then Rudy waits too long and, like, the monster ends up, like, killing some of the people. Yeah. And Demon Man, like, runs in and is, like, like saves the people who are left. And Rudy's like, oh, fuck. What did I do? Like, these people just died because of me. And it's, like, people that... The show, like, kind of, like, I didn't feel bad for them, but it was like, oh, that sucks, because, like, we kind of knew them a little bit. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, and anyway. then Demon Man's basically like, yo, what the fuck, you told me to wait, and because of that, pe- like, people are dead, and it was, like, younger kids, or, like, people, yeah. mm. probably a little bit y- older than, like, Rudy, and Demon Man's, like, all about protecting kids. Uh, So it was, like, the first time that it was, like, okay, this is, like, a good episode, like, this is, like... Rudy's actions directly, like, you know, fire, like, backfiring on him, and, uh, like, the conclusion's, like, pretty nice or whatever, but it's still, like, there really wasn't much development, you know? And a lot of people that I talked to about the show, they're like, well, there will be development. Like, Rudy, uh, Rudy's gonna develop. And I'm like, at this point, he's almost irredeemable for me. Like, Mm -hmm. at this point, the the ending of the show that I want is Rudy and Paul to die. No, wait, first I want I want Demon Man to go home with Rudy, and I want Rudy's mom to leave Paul for Demon Man. <laughs> <laughs> and I want Demon Man to take care of Eris and Sophie, and then I want Paul and Rudy to die. <laughs> like, that's what I want from the show. I, I, think, I think the main problem is that that episode comes too late exactly for it to actually have like it what it should have been was the first three episodes you have those moments of oh like dating sim everything's working she'll be in my heart like you have those disgusting moments in episode three and then episode four is when you have okay he here's Sorry, voice mod was a piece of shit okay. and decided to cut out my audio. <laughs> That's what, um, what happened. Uh, <laughs> you basically have him be like, "I he is the master of this world. He any his will is essentially like gospel. Like anything he says will work mm-hmm. or will work out in the end. Um, there are no real consequences for his actions. Um, and then you have episode four where." Not as, like, stark as, like, a, you know, um, a certain anime that has, like, a a very stark contrast of reality in the episode, at the end of episode three, beginning yeah. of episode four. <laughs> yeah. Um, mm-hmm. like, not as stark as that, because this, this anime doesn't really 
justify that, mm-hmm. but you have that sort of beginnings of like even even just something subtle like oh like some like one of one of the people that's been following him like for the first two three episodes or something like he fucks up majorly and they're just gone for the rest of the the anime like they just leave right because they they don't want to be around him they that sort of thing of like there are small consequences and then you lead up to that big consequence of he's just cost people lives needlessly and then throughout that you have that growth of him grappling like like his trauma and feeling like like i don't want to go back to my old life i don't want to think about all of that i want to start new and also coming to terms with the fact of but the way he acts and everything is informed by that trauma mm-hmm. it's like the way he's talking the re- the way he's acting is all because of the way the trauma mm-hmm. affected him and he can't just ignore it and then you have him slowly grapple with it t- bit by bit until you have that proper redemption and it would have been actually earned you still would have some people being like no the stuff in the first few episodes like no that's completely irredeemable which is you know fair but you will have more of the audience actually care about him and not write him off as okay he's just a piece of shit and like yeah his life was terrible but like he's not doing anything about it like there's no consequences for him being a piece of shit like he's just a piece of shit and he gets away with it because he was traumatized like yeah no like right trauma doesn't mean you get off scot-free with things and like that's what they could have done yeah. but they didn't and it's like if people are saying oh well they will in future it's like no that's too little too late yeah and like i've heard a lot of people be like you already see his, the start of the development and i'm like no. it is if any it's like crumbs like there's yes. really not the- enough to be like oh yes he is developing like that's not the development happening. is literally told to you like yeah the, the the whole i had trauma uh teacher but you fixed it that's that's my development it's like no right no yeah um, it's really bad and i'm so mad they made a whole new studio to make just the show <laughs> and it looks so beautiful and the sound design is so good and the animation's so fluid and it's a whole a whole studio dedicated to f- this to this <laughs> and the sound design's great i'm so mm. mad i'm like so fucking mad and people people love this show is like super well received and i feel like i'm insane <laughs> like i don't know i feel like i'm the crazy one for like thinking that it's really fucking bad like the characters fucking suck uh you know it's like it's like I think that in a different show I could really like like Eris or I could really like Roxy or even like Sophie. It's like I think I could like any of those characters. But because of the show they're in, their whole role is okay, uh how am I going to be like a romantic partner for Rudy? And it's like hmm. <laughs> you know, like they're not characters at that point. It's just kind of yeah. like like, Eris is definitely, like, the most flushed out of the girls. But it's, like, even then, there's, like, so many moments where, like... Like, at what point in the episode... In the two episodes that you guys saw, would Eris ever be like, Okay, Rudy, yeah, you you can touch my boob. No. It's like, no, that would She's literally just in service of him. Mm-hmm. The only character that we've seen that is actively, like, not created for... Rudy's fantasies to is control Luba. and mold is Luigi. Oh, well, yeah. okay, that too. Yeah, yeah. Demon Man is like that's what I, that's what I'm saying. It's like, can I just have a show about him? Yeah. But really, though, like, can you go like cuck Paul? <laughs> like, <laughs> 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 that's what I. Everybody I really go cuck Paul. Yeah, fuck Paul, yeah. man. Hate it's Paul. everybody cucks Paul. I this is hilarious to me because I have a really shitty cousin named Paul. <laughs> Even better. Even do we better. Wanna, do we want to wrap it Paul up? Paul Giamatti? <laughs> no. But, I... Yeah, it, it's like, as a concept, it is such a strong, really strong concept that, like, if... As a concept, I would absolutely give this a 10. Like, the, the, the designs are perfect. The, the concept is amazing. 
the the sound design the visuals the everything is just beautiful and blends together perfectly except for the execution of the story and the characters as they relate to the main character mm -hmm. it's like you <laughs> hell even god you have a moment like it's like you have that moment of of him being like hey i want to help you and then the rudy being like what what do you mean you want to help me like you fucking abandoned me in my old life like why would i believe you and then god's just like oh don't think about your old life i want to help you in your new life and then it's just dropped it's yeah. like okay i'll believe you then yeah it's like no, that's not how that works. Like, you can't, like, you can just do that, obviously, because they did. But it's like, if you want an interesting story that works and have a story that, like, have a character that people actually empathize with and, and care about and want to see grow, you can't just do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, no, uh, what, what would you guys give it? Like a three or four. Can I base it on the concept alone? No. No. Oh. Stop say, giving fucking say... asterisks, Gam. <laughs> no, this isn't an asterisk. Don't put an asterisk on this one. Okay. I would say as a concept, it absolutely a ten. But as the anime is, it's... <sighs> Probably a one or a two, because I find it insulting. Yeah. It, no, it really is. Really insulting. The only personally I insulting. a four is because, I mean, the animation's beautiful, sound design's beautiful, all of that's beautiful, and... The, the original Man. first concept of, like, for me, is the, 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 the character dealing with actual trauma, like, actual trauma, and then that being mm. brought into an isekai is really good, but it's yeah. just yeah. so fucked, and so I just... Ah, so that's why it's a yeah. three to four for me. Yeah, no, probably, that makes sense. Probably it's, it's, a three. Probably a three. I was so fucking disgusted with the first episode by everything, and it just... Yeah. Oh, if if Demon Man didn't come into this show at episode nine and make the last few episodes, like, enjoyable for me, it would have definitely been, like, a two or a three. And then, like I said, the rest was basically, like, here... It, it probably would have been a three, and then the rest of it's literally just, like, this show's pretty. <laughs> like... Yeah. But... <laughs> For me, it's like all of the interesting and elements of it, because of how much of a misstep they take mm -hmm. with everything, it like seeing those things just lowers the score mm -hmm. because of it. It's like, <coughs> like oh yeah, this is beautiful. The sound design's amazing. <laughs> it's in service of something that does not deserve it. Yeah, I think you're kind of like and Man like, where why where something disappointing to you is way worse than something bad well, does that make sense it's like because this is bad but it's like this has so much potential so therefore like yes it, yeah. it, something, it's something disappointing more, like it makes me more angry than something that is just outright bad yeah the, the sort of thing where it's like you very easily had something handed to you on a silver platter and then you just threw it away because you just would like did not care yeah or you just did not want to like yeah, I, I would say I completely agree. For me, something disappointing will rank a lot lower than something that's just plain bad. Mm -hmm. Like, this is ranked lower than another. Mm -hmm. I had no, no fucking shits about another. Like, another, like, no. Mm -hmm. like, that, there, was, there was nothing in it where I'm like, you could make, like, this was a really good concept. Right. And, like, it was a decent concept that you could make something decent out of, but, like, yeah, it was just bad. This, yeah. an amazing concept, but, yeah, not just disappointing and bad but like actively personally insulting right like I, especially the whole like the, the the fact of like there are parts of it that they get so accurate to the 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 borderline agoraphobia of not wanting to leave your house of not of being terrified of leaving your house of you know being terrified of anything that would take you away from your house. There are aspects of it that they get so right. And specifically, like, the one thing I want to talk about is, like, the part where they do leave on the horse mm -hmm. and he sees everyone looking in their direction and it terrifies him. That is so accurate. Mm -hmm. The concept of, like, people looking at you, you are terrified of it, regardless of what, how they're looking at you. It's just like, don't, don't 
I don't want to, like, be looked at. I shouldn't exist here. But then they just drop it immediately for, oh, they're looking at her, not me. That's completely fine. It's like, that's not how that works. You don't think, oh, they're looking at them instead of me. Everything's fine. You feel worse because of that fact. Right. (laughs) Like, it, it, it doubles down in your mind. That's not how that sort of fear works. But it's like they're wanting to dabble in it and then they drop it because, like, it's almost like someone came in and wrote the concept and wrote, like, a beginning treatment of, like, okay, this is the setup, this is the thing you guys should go for. And then someone else came along and went, okay, well, they've already got this outline for, like, essentially the first episode or two, so we'll just do that, and then we'll just drop it. Like, we'll we'll do our own thing along right. the way. And it's like, we can ki- Like, there are some elements of that, that that have to stay. Like, you know, well, he was traumatized in high school, so, like, we have to do something with that. We can't just drop that completely. So, like... We'll have him, like, you know, regret things and grow as a character. But it's like they were just so uninterested in actually exploring this interesting concept. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm, whoever wrote this, because I guess it was a novel first. Was it Derek? Uh, and it's like, yeah, right. It's like whoever wrote this, it just feels like such like a fucking self-insert. Like, I, I don't know. Like, it's like, what else could this be? It's like, hmm. And that's an issue I have with, like, a lot of isekais. It's just kind of like, okay, you're the self-insert. Like, the main character is just a self-insert character. Have fun. They get all the old and that's, ladies. That, yeah. You know what? That's exactly it. It's like they, they had this interesting concept for an isekai, but then someone else came in and was like, oh, we want to make this character a self-insert. Yeah. And it's like, that doesn't blend with, like, you can't generalize the specific traumas you're talking about in this. You can't just generalize that. Like, these are very specific things that you could tackle very well. But, yeah, they wanted to make it a self-insert. Yeah. So. Mm. Yay, Jawless Reincarnation. Can't wait to watch season two. I And now we're gonna go set the yeah. studio Spooky. on fire. Bye. <laughs> Spooky, please. Don't, don't do this. I'm gonna watch- I'll send you pictures of Luigi. I'm going to watch Wait, season Spooky's two. Wait, not I doing wanna... anything. I'm the one setting it on fire. <laughs> no, oh, I meant Spooky watching, watching season, season two. two. I'm oh. going to do it because I want to know his fucking story. And then I'll probably just drop <sighs> it whenever his storyline's like done. <laughs> it's, it's not worth it. <laughs> it's worth it for him. Anyway. It's not worth goodbye, it. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. See you next week when Dia murders us all. Because, hey. It's not um, February yet. Someone gives Deer a chainsaw. Goodbye. Oh god, Deer's got it now.